So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Read Entertainment Podcast, episode 181 for... January 13th, 2019. My name is Nathan Reed Joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. Hey, I made it. You made it. And we have Andrew Aurora McFain. What's good? What's what's good? What's good? What's good? I don't I don't know. What's I good. think we should work on our intro game. We should, you know, really come jumping out of the barrel with it all going, you know, just, hey, what's up, everybody? Make sure to uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you like, like this. It's your boy. Go to, go to Aroa's Patreon so he can afford to get an of a legit the, copy of his editing software so he doesn't have to use free versions all the time. Yeah, pay, pay, me, um, pay me at least $30 a month so that I can at least... Like I can make up the other twenty dollars for paying for Adobe Premiere again. Uh, it's only I thought it was only thirty bucks a month, or something like that. You could get it for like, if you just got Premiere, it's like twenty or thirty bucks. I think. Yeah, but I don't just want Premiere. What do you want? After Effects. I want Premiere and I want After Effects and I want Audition. <sighs> you're you're the worst. You're the worst person I know. Anyway. Let's let's ask about uh, what games you played this week, Connor, and where we can find you online. You can find me online. Let's start off with Clinton's Court Classics. We are a podcast doing an actual play of Pathfinder's Rise of the Rune Lords. Reed and I play on it. You can check us out. We're a Rollmongers podcast. It's pretty good. You can so, also check me out on Twitter, Cyberpunk underscore Monk. Mm-hmm. Do you have and something you it. wanted to say? Oh, I was going to say uh, Clinton's Core Classics is, is great, and I am someone's favorite. Yes, as yes. you are oft to bring up. Somebody actually um, came into my, my mixer the other day and was like, you have a really positive personality. And I was like, what the, who the hell are you talking to? They what haven't gotten to know you yet. Apparently. So, Aroa, same question. What games? Oh, wait, uh, Connor, I apologize. What uh, games have you played this week? We played Overwatch. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now. It's weird because I've sort of had this itch to play Breath of the Wild again lately. Uh, so, Breath of the Wild is probably a better game. Yeah, I and I think it's just the open world stuff. This one's fun because it's it's awesome because anything you could see you can go to. But I've been saying that shit since Skyrim. You know, that's, that's getting yeah. a little old now. Yeah. Breath of the Wild just had more stuff to do in it. And I think that's what I'm looking for. It's just a sandbox to dick around in for a while. Yeah, and uh, Breath of the Wild is great, though I probably will never play it again, but it was great. And speaking of sandboxes to dig around with, I'm still playing Skyrim in VR. Very Whoa. short bursts. I, I can't handle the motion too well. It's not done well. Um, oh, really? That's that what sucks. Yeah, I, I, I will I say mean, it, is, it is like the only, MMO, or MMO, the only VR game uh, that I play. That does consistently give me a little bit of motion irkness, but it's um, not bad enough to make me stop. When I was hey, playing, hey. when I play Creed for mm-hmm. the, the boxing game, that when you're moving around, because you do move around a little bit, when you're moving around, it gives me a little bit of like motion wobbles because I'm just like, it's it's not smooth. They don't implement it well because you don't do it very much. But uh-huh. when you do it, it's just like, oh, that's a disconnect. See, but it's like with um, 
the Star Trek game or Arizona Sunshine or super hot games like that, I don't get any motion sickness. Now, oh, yeah. granted, these games do movement typically in different ways. So that makes sense. But Payday 2, Skyrim, on a lesser extent, it's it's bad. I never got this without the game. I wasn't expecting it. What I find is if I tweak the motion and I make it so the movement's a little bit slower, so you know, basically if I'm walking through the world, then it's yeah. bearable. Yeah. But that also means I'm spending a lot of time in the empty spaces between shit that you do in Skyrim. Right. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll fix it one day, but I don't know how they're going to do it. They're going to give everyone those stupid tracks that you have to set up and then walk on, and that'll be... Honestly, if, if I had, like, a, I don't know, an 8 by 8 by 8 space or something like that, that could just be my VR holodeck, whatever, I'd be satisfied with that. I'd yeah. make this space. That would be awesome. Anyway... Uh, Roa, same question to you. Games and where we can find you. I'm on the Twitter at Aroa. I'm on the Twitch Aroa three three seven Mixer Aroa. Um, I'm on D Live. I think that's Aroa. Yeah. Uh, it it's bad. By the is way, is it? Is it? It's <laughs> so bad. Like maybe it's because I'm restreaming, but. I can confidently say that Twitch never drops out. DLive dropped out three times the one time I tried streaming on there. Yeah, so. I, I, I've heard really good things about DLive. Like a lot of people I know are switching to it. And I think it's because everyone can get paid. I think that's the main draw. It's just that, ooh, it's cryptocurrency, so I can make money. Yeah. It, like it, whenever the service itself isn't very good. It's that it doesn't really help much. Uh, there's yeah. also no, there's no uh, third party chat API. So if you are using a restreaming service, you can't have the chat uh, dragged into a, a like a third party chat window. Oh, good, good. Because I, uh, I started using, I think it's Streamer. Yeah, like I, that. Use, I, I use remember. Mix It Up Bot, but yeah. I mean, most chats are just IRC based, aren't they? Most of the time, but obviously D-Lives isn't. That's what, weird. Are, what are they thinking? Why are they screwing this up? I'm assuming that it has something to do with the with the site being blockchain-based. Maybe IRC can't be run over the blockchain as easily or something. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I don't uh, understand but the blockchain bad. thing anymore. Are, Not as bad as I thought that... I did, as well as I thought I did. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, basic idea is it's not great. Um I think it's a I think it's a solid enough streaming platform and I think it has potential yeah. uh, especially with the whole idea of like basically using the mixer style sparks as uh as a means of actual currency. Well yeah, that's and cool. You, and you can do that with sparks now in mixer. Like yeah, you can well, and we talked about it on the podcast where they made it I don't know, maybe you were gone that one week, but basically they've made it with mixer if you're a partner you can then trade in your sparks for actual money, but only hey. if you're a partner. So not yeah, only I, do they, I think I remember that now. Yeah, not only do they make money off of their subs and stuff, but now they're making money off of other ways, such as getting a bunch of people to give them sparks. And once you get like 15 million sparks, you can trade them in for for money. Like right, I think 15 million sparks is like 50 bucks. That's so, uh, that's a know, lot. Yeah, I think it's something like like the the ratio is not very good, but there's a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I got a ton of sparks and I 
just got money. And I'm like, that's great. Why don't you allow normal people to do that? And somebody's like, well, everyone would then need to have would, would need to sign like confidentiality things and they would have to sign like uh, things to have taxes taken out. So you're an independent contractor. I'm like, OK, that's cool. Then do some other so way just, like where or you just get, let them do it. Yeah, let them do it or give um, I was thinking give them store credit like to either if you're on PC, make it Windows Store. Or you could do uh, the Xbox Game Store. Yeah. Let them do that. And even if it was like a worse ratio than if you were a partner, it would still be better. Like, say that partners get like 10% more with their Sparks. That would just be a better solution, in my opinion. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. What games have you played? Um, I mean... I haven't actually played a whole lot this week. Yeah. Just because I've I've been getting kind of back in the swing of things with work. Oh no. Um, but I I mean I, I've been mostly dealing with uh with trying to edit fucking Undertale. Yeah. And uh finding that Da Vinci Resolve in spite of the fact that everybody's like, Oh, it's like the best uh it's the best free editing software out there. I hear the good BBC things. uses it. Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's I, wonderful. I, the BBC uses the free version, actually. That's the that's the kicker. No, it, they don't they don't use the free version. I, I don't think the thing is, I don't think my problems have anything to do with whether I'm using the free version or not. Right. The the problem is that so I, I think I've I think I've isolated it down to it's gotta be because I have some audio at forty eight thousand samples. And some audio at forty four one hundred. Okay. And the the problem is the only way to get around this is to take the audio from whatever I'm using, put it in Audacity, resample it at forty eight thousand, and then throw it back in. Yeah. And that's a big pain in the ass compared to with Premiere or Vegas, or literally any other editing software I've ever used in my entire life outside of, like, maybe Windows Movie Maker, which I, I just don't remember anything about that anymore. Like, it, all, all the other things just take that in stride. They just go, oh, okay, this this audio is at a different sample rate, whatever. Fucking DaVinci Resolve goes, ah, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, I'm just going to make all the audio crackly in the entire output. Yeah, oh, yeah so that makes this makes for a great video though, is when you can't understand anything that's going on audio wise. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Should, no, you should great. just continue like that. It's free after all. Yeah. Yeah. So um I've spent uh, hours upon hours trying to figure this shit out, and there's hardly any any information online about what to do about it other than go back and fix your source shit. Yeah. And like I I get it. I get that DaVinci Resolve is meant for like professional studios and all that good shit. But whenever right. a cheaper solution for that is supposedly not for professionals or at least isn't used in the professional market can do these things better, I feel like there's something wrong. I feel yeah. like we're in yeah. we're in kind of one of those scenarios where it's like how Windows does a lot of things really badly, but everybody uses it because everybody uses it. It's that kind of thing. Well, yeah. 
but uh, make your own video editing software. Right. That's just that's what I'll do. Just I'll do just it. do that. I'll 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 make a fork of OpenShot and it'll be called a roll of shot. <laughs> and that's what it will do. That'll be great. It'll just Or or Caden Live, one or the other, I don't know. I know Caden Live sucks, doesn't it? Isn't it awful? I don't know. A lot of the Linux folks love Caden Live, but I think it's just because they force themselves to like it because they have to like whatever open source garbage is out there. Yeah, it's it's all they got, so you've got to use it. So yeah, uh, let's. Yeah, you haven't played anything else besides being frustrated, really. Uh, I, I mean, oh. I, yeah, just fiddle around with mobile games fate, and fate uh, go. yeah, fate go and uh, in some smashing every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, I uh, played a little bit of a game called Disc Jam yesterday, and I was really hoping that Earl would be here because he would love Disc Jam. It's free. I don't know if it's still free. It was free for the weekend on on Steam. And it's Windjammers. It's Windjammers for the Neo Geo. And it's great. It's just a uh, it's just an updated version of it. And I really enjoyed it. It was fun. And anyone should pick it up as long as it's it was only six dollars when I bought it, so definitely worth six bucks. I also played some Overwatch today with Connor and yeah. uh I'm only good with one character. I found that out. Yeah, you're, you're a fantastic Roadhog. Yeah, I am. Fa- I am amazing else. with Roadhog, but uh, I'm I'm okay with Reinhardt. I'm okay. Well, your um, problem is you play. Th- you, you like to go and do things like play Hanzo, and then I ask you questions like, "Hey, Reeton, are you any good with Hanzo?" And you go, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, that's, but how that's are you? Not like a bell or a warning or anything. How are you, you going to get better? How are you going to get better by not playing as somebody? That's how many roads must a man walk before he gets good. I yeah, believe exactly. that's a philosophical question for the yeah. ages. Uh, I also played some Dot Hack GU uh, Last like Recode Volume 3. You shut up. And uh, it's good. I like the game. And I am almost, I'm almost done with the series. I've got about two thirds of the way to go for Dot Hack GU Volume 3. And then I get to play .hackgu Volume 4, which is, a, it was something they added in with Last Recode. So it's just a, it's like two or three hours long, and that's about it. So really excited for that. And I don't think I played much else other than that. I played a little bit of Puyo Puyo Tetris, just uh, um, just waiting for stuff to, to go on. But that was, uh, that's all right. It's okay. And you can find me everywhere as Reeton. So Mixer.com forward slash Reeton. You can find me at YouTube.com forward slash Reeton or uh, Reeton Entertainment, which is also my website, ReetonEntertainment.com. You can go and follow me on anywhere you listen to podcasts. So Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, blah, 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 blah. Anywhere, just type in Reeton Podcast. You'll be able to find, subscribe, and get everything downloaded or uh, in your queue. Every single week when we update it, which again, next month I will be gone for two weekends. So it's going to be the Aroa Entertainment Podcast for two weekends. I'm going to have to. You're going to have to deal with me. I'm going to have to. Yes, it's going to be him for two weeks. Hopefully he'll have somebody join, like Connor or, or Parallax Abstraction. No. Parallax Abstraction and, and Aroa in a podcast together. Uh, It'll be a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> it would be awful. It would be terrible. Uh, no, I was going to say I'm going to have to give you access to my Omni Studio account 
like make you an editor so that way you can upload the podcast yeah i accepted the invite link i think oh did you good 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 we can we can make that happen what were you saying uh connor i was saying this is great pod great discussion um thank you we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about some ces stuff and that's about it this week. Uh, we've also got uh, something about Gearbox, which is going to be fun. So let's start off with NVIDIA. NVIDIA has a new ray tracing card, guys, and it's still overpriced. Mm. Fuck yeah, oh. it is. Um, but it's it's better. It, it is technically better pricing than, like, the, the 2080 Ti. But it's still... I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but it is better, I yeah. guess. So it's $350, and it's the RTX 2060. Now, there wasn't much about this card, but what they were, gonna, what they were saying was that it was comparable to the 1070 Ti, which can go for over $500. Uh, and it, uh, this picture that it shows here, it says that the GeForce RTX 2060 has uh, 5 giga rays a second. I... I still don't know what that means. Do do you know what that means, guys? Sorry, uh, they made it up. I'm sure. Oh, they made it up. Yeah, they literally made it up. Oh, okay. We need some buzzwords for our box art. Exactly. It will have six gigs of RAM, which I don't like. I think it should, because if it's going to be comparable to the tw- the 1070, it should have eight gigs of RAM. At least that's. Because the the ten seventy so has eight gigs of RAM, right? They're not going with like twenty different SKUs with uh, with all different configurations. Yeah, they uh, it actually has a uh, one that's a three gigs of RAM uh, DDR three oh, memory. That's what. That's not out. what I meant. I did not mean. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean cut it in half. <laughs> that's what they did with the ten sixty. I think they had a version, <sighs> or no, it was it the ten fifty. One of the cards they. They kept the same amount of RAM, but they took it and put DDR4 RAM on it instead of GDDR5. And so people were getting really, really crappy cards. Anyway, uh, 6 gigs of RAM will do over 60 FPS in Battlefield 5 with the settings set to high and the resolution at 1440p. I'm going to imagine that's with ray tracing turned off. Because with yeah, with ray, with ray tracing turned off, you'll get uh, cinematic twenty-two frames per second. You mean with ray tracing turned on? Yeah. Oh yeah, with uh, turned on. So it doesn't say how many CUDA cores are in it. It doesn't say anything else. But there are rumors that Nvidia is actually going to release an, a GTX eleven series, which is going to be the same as the RTX series without the ray tracing course without the it's not course. even rumored anymore is it didn't uh i think it was lenovo accidentally leaked it yeah Oops. that's that's possible i don't rem- i didn't see that but i i mean as long as they don't mess up on the price sure yeah. why the hell not well and we have to talk about amd next so the yeah this... i was i was going to say none of this really matters too awful much if amd keeps with what they're doing well, I still don't like the Radeon 7 that they're coming out with. We'll, ju- we'll just talk about that, and then we'll talk about other things about the presentation, too. They didn't really reveal much at the AMD conference. They didn't reveal what I wanted with their Ryzen 3 CPUs, and that's what I was actually really looking forward to. But they did reveal the Radeon 7, which is a 7-millimeter 
I'm sorry, seven millimeter. nanometer millimeter, seven millimeter. <laughs> uh, trans, they're going up. No, seven nanometer process that they're working on, and the the performance is admirable. Like I was like, okay, the performance matches the 2080, pretty much. Most likely, when it comes out, uh, what's going to happen is the 2080 is going to beat it in some games. The Radeon Seven is going to beat the 2080 in some games, and they'll be pretty comparable. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, if this is five hundred dollars. This would be great. Like if if they if they release this for five hundred dollars, it could beat the twenty seventy, and match the twenty eighty. They would make a killing. It'd be great, but it's uh, seven hundred dollars, so they ruined it. They they screwed it up because that's I believe as much as the MSRP for uh, the twenty eighty, which has the the ray tracing cores in it. So. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's not really comparable anymore. Yeah. Now, the MSRP for NVIDIA products is never right. So they're like, oh, yeah, it'll be $700, and then people will sell it for $850. So if if the Radeon 7 is the same price that they have listed, then hopefully it will be better. But I found out, according to some rumors and speculation somebody had said that this is actually costing them around $700 to make the radeon 7 and so they really oh. couldn't go under what they were making it for yeah when you figure that uh they're using the same amount of power as their previous generation and they're getting 25% more performance at that same level along with throwing 16 gigs of RAM in the motherfucker. Well, yeah, it's expensive RAM, too. That's the HBMC or and whatever. And a terabyte a second of memory bandwidth. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a... It would be a great card. Don't get me wrong. I, If I... Let's say I still had, like, a 900 series card and I was looking to upgrade, I... I would probably upgrade to the Radeon Seven. That's probably what I would. I, I would lean to. I think. I think this is this is just the same as the twenty eighty, where yeah. it's it's a matter of they're they're focusing on the the enthusiast market right now. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't. They'll, they'll inevitably introduce lower cost models that will appeal more to the everyman. They also don't have Navi yet. So Navi is supposed to be their next generation after Vega. And so this is just like, you know how they came out with the 1070 Ti? This is kind of their 1070 Ti. This is their um, this is their Vega Ti edition. They're, they're pushing it out, and it's going to be more powerful than any of the other cards that they have while they wait for the next generation of cards to come out. And so... I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off and hope that they announce Navi here within the next couple months and see what happens. Because my gra- my 1070 is still running everything just fine. I'm yeah, having no here. problems. So I, I, I want to upgrade, but that's more out of me just liking to upgrade my parts instead of actually needing to. So I, I think this is really exciting, though, because it shows AMD still has room to push in the yeah. market on yeah. both sides and we need somebody to make nvidia stop being a bunch of jerk offs right 
So did you so, did you watch his conference, Aroa? No, I didn't watch the full thing. I've just kind of been picking up on on everything as uh, as the week has gone on, and I'll yeah. inevitably look up like a like a recap or something because there's always there's always cool little gimmicky hardware that yeah. I'm interested in. Yeah. So they were talking about the Radeon Seven, but they also talked about a little bit about their new processors. Unfortunately, they didn't say much. They just showed they showed a Cinebench showing that the eight core processor they have for Ryzen three will actually beat the eight cores. It's eight core sixteen thread on both of them. Uh, the what is it? The ninety nine hundred K is what it is. Yeah, they which is that pretty fucking crazy, honestly. It is. And if you scroll down and you look at the, there's a picture where she actually has it delitted, so you can actually see the dies. So there's a die on the left for that's like the the I/O, so input output thing, mm-hmm. and then on the right, that's actually the eight cores, um, eight threads right there on the the second die on the right. And mm. somebody did a Photoshop where they took that core and they moved it down. And there's enough room on the bottom there to put another one of those uh, eight cores, sixteen thread. Uh, and CPU I would not be there. surprised if that was their plan. That is their plan. That is definitely their plan. That oh, yeah. they're going to be, you know, they'll have this as a normal chip, and then they'll have the you know sixteen core thirty two thread, and have it be great, which would be awesome. And I am uh, really I'm... looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited about what AMD's doing because one, I'm a shareholder, and two, uh, I, how much? How many shares do you have? Not a lot. I'm, st- <laughs> a lot I'm, at all. St- I'm still mad at myself that I didn't throw. I had four thousand dollars I could have thrown into AMD oh, stock yeah. when it was like yeah, two dollars. That would have been insane. Um, yeah. No, I barely have anything in them, but yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm mainly excited that they're they're just an overall better company in terms of how they do things. Yeah. And they always have been. Um they've always been ones to push for open standards with everything. And granted, they they have their own set of shit that they Like hair really... works. Hair works yeah. sucks. Um they have uh they also have like some shit in their microcode on their CPUs that is kind of iffy, just like Intel has their management engine thing. Um, yeah. They have something similar. But for the most part, they, they push for open standards with a lot yeah. of things, and I appreciate that. I do, As too. opposed to Intel and especially NVIDIA pushing for proprietary bullshit all over the place. So I want them to succeed. I'd really like to be able to switch to an AMD setup and yeah. with the way that things are going, that's actually becoming more likely. I never, like even six months ago, never would have said that AMD is a possible choice yeah. for graphics. Yeah. I for, mean... for CPU, yeah, they, they've always been good on the price point for yeah. CPU stuff, especially for gaming. Uh, but now, like even if you're doing workstation stuff, it seems like they have fairly competitive shit 
Well, in the Radeon <clears throat> 7, uh, they did show some benchmarks. Uh, they showed some gameplay of like Forza Horizon 2 or whatever, whatever it's out on PC. And that was running at, at really, really good frame rates. And then they showed Devil May Cry 5, a, a little bit of a, a production build of that. And they were showing that running at over 100 frames a second in 4K. Which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that it it's important that AMD doesn't have a ray tracing solution. Yeah. Because I don't think that it's important for gaming at all. Right. No, I, not yet. I, not yet. Not yet. I, I obviously, if Nvidia can get it to where, at the very least, we can keep it. I don't know. Maybe a solid 120 FPS. I mean, it uh, would be really like okay. This is just me being hypothetical uh and and the way that video games could be made is that um you could use ray tracing in the future uh for like maybe puzzles or like seeing somebody around a corner like you could see them through the glass easier because the the thing is we can already we can already kind of do that yeah that's true and i agree that's the thing is like the key difference is that ray the the real char- the real time ray tracing thing allows us to do stuff like that without it being so scripted and without using like technological workarounds to achieve those things right but at the same time like whenever it's it's only available on a subset of one size hardware and it cripples performance as badly as it does i don't think it matters it, yeah. and the fact that it's it's obviously proprietary tech that they're using to do this, AMD is going to have to either find their own solution or they'll have to, I don't know, license it from NVIDIA. That'll never fucking or, happen. Or they'll have to brute force it. They yeah, or they'll to... have to do like what uh, they had to do whenever NVIDIA's, uh, what was it? Um, well, I don't remember. they had to do it with like physics even. Oh right. Whenever right. whenever everyone was using PhysX for a little while, like AMD systems were eating shit whenever that happened because AMD tried to do some kind of software level physics stuff and it didn't work at all. So one one other really cool thing about the AMD processors that they actually came they actually said but they didn't show anything of it obviously because we don't have any cards that'll work with it yet. But AMD Ryzen 3 uh, motherboards will be the first motherboards to support uh, PCI uh, 4.0, PCIe 4.0, which I am which really excited about. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Like, it, depending on, on how much this shit is, because uh, they said it's supposed to launch summer, right? Uh, yeah, they, middle yeah, of 2019. They said middle to end of 2019, yeah. yeah. So... I might try to hold out and I might jump on that on that train. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can because you can keep using like, your I'm, I'm still stuck on PCI 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a 2700K or 2600K, right? 2600K. Yeah. Yeah. I, my motherboard has PCI Express 3, but I have to have an Ivy Bridge CPU to support it. So I'm still way back in the stone ages. I've got DDR3 oh, and shit. I have an Ivy Bridge CPU I can send you. No, I, I really, I, I actually do. I actually do. Um, the but it it would it would be worse than the CPU you have right now. 
Oh, well. I, I have a uh, 3470, which is only four core. Oh. No, no threading. Yeah, no hyper threading. Oh, so it'd be basically the same as the CPU I got rid of, the 2500K. Yeah, but it has PCI 3. <laughs> Not that it matters. Oh, boy. Um, well, the this new, the the Radeon 7 will probably be able to actually make use of that that uh bandwidth but yeah that's about it i don't um, i don't think anything maxes out even pc like some things yeah. might be it might max out pci3 but i don't even think anything maxes out pci2 for the most part yet not really no i i'm just what i'm excited about is from what i've read now i've read conflicting reports but uh pci4 pci4 is supposed to have um higher you can actually draw higher power from the oh, yeah the pci port so you can yeah theoretically... that was that was something that they focused on was yeah. the not having to have external power yeah so instead of drawing i want to say they doubled it so from going from 75 watts to being able to draw a full 150 watts so you could actually get some decently powerful cards in a small form factor that you could just plug right in without having to hook up additional power, which would be great. I yeah, mean, that'll be great for like mini ITX builds and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> which would be awesome. Or uh, like I, my streaming computer is is the the case is pretty small, so it, it's not a very good case. But that's okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about FreeSync and G-Sync. Who here is excited about FreeSync and G-Sync, guys? I'm excited. I'm excited for when they get that shit working properly. Yeah. So they FreeSync, are they are good ideas. They just you know, monitors uh, are too expensive. FreeSync monitors are not that expensive, but G-Sync, no, but G-Sync monitors, monitors aren't they still like a grand? Yeah, it's like you you have a normal monitor, and then they're like you attach G-Sync to it, and it increases the price by like three hundred bucks, which is awful. So what? nvidia is doing is they're actually allowing FreeSync and g-sync to play nice with each other and so they have at the moment they only have 12 available that if you buy this FreeSync monitor it will work with your nvidia card with g-sync which i think is pretty sweet um can you just tell people who might not know aroa what FreeSync and g-sync are can you just explain <laughs> So um, there's been this feature in video games since time immemorial uh, called vertical sync, which basically, from my understanding, synchronizes the horizontal and vertical refresh rates of the pixels on your monitor with each other with the uh, with the refresh rate of of the display. Basically, it makes it so that you don't get tearing in your game. And tearing is like whenever you turn really fast and you get all these little little bars all over the screen because it looks like the screen's not updating quickly enough, which is basically what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so FreeSync and G-Sync are a solution for that that uh, makes it to where you can do that without having a performance hit or input latency. Because a big problem with uh, regular vertical sync solutions, including triple buffered vertical sync, uh, is that you introduce input latency and it also really drags on performance uh, because essentially you're having to wait for the entire next frame to be rendered before 
displaying the current frame is is how it works uh, i think and and triple buffered uh tries to alleviate some of that problem but it's still not as good as g-sync and FreeSync, which essentially eliminate all the uh performance overhead and input latency and just make it to where the game looks like it should that's good that's good thank you and uh i'm happy that we just drove away any casual listeners (laughs) i tried to make it simple okay (laughs) no that was a fantastic Um, yeah it was good it was good so there are 12 monitors we have the acer they're all eight wait 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 wait. i i i lied most of them are acers we have acer f XFA240, the Acer XG270HU, the Acer XV273K, the Acer XZ321Q, the AOC Aegon AG241QG4, the AOC... It just sounds like you're spitting out random letters and numbers. This <laughs> is the most exciting podcast. I'm doing it. Of. I'm doing this whole thing. The AOC G2590FX, the Asus MG278Q, the Asus XG248-XG258, the Asus VG. <laughs> 258Q and the BenQ XL2740. Those Somebody are... really needs to tell monitor manufacturers that they got to come up with cool names for their <laughs> they, monitors. They really, without numbers, yeah, they just need to stop that. Just so, come up with, like, make, I don't know, the the laser glass. There you go. Laser glass two, <laughs> laser glass three. There you go. That's way easier than MG278Q. <laughs> Uh, so they have those 12 monitors, which will work with G-Sync over FreeSync, which is just, again, weird to me. Uh, but there are over 400 FreeSync monitors. And what they have said, what Ismidia has said, was that, oh, it just, it will technically work. G-Sync will technically work with these monitors. But because FreeSync is an open standard, and there's no real limitations on what you can put FreeSync on. These monitors that they were showing off at CES, like one was flickering really badly, and then another one had like a ghosting image on it because not all monitor FreeSync monitors are made the same. So these are the, the 12 that they have been able to test that will actually work with G-Sync. Because of how shitty all the other monitors are, apparently. So yeah, those are kind of low numbers. I was kind of thinking that if they were going to go switching over to an open open sync, I assume is open source. Before I get called to my bullshit or free, something like free that. Free sync is open source. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, well, it's it's part of the DisplayPort protocol. Right. Um, but a lot of the monitors just they aren't made up to spec basically and so they don't function properly even with FreeSync, they don't function properly so uh if you're looking for a FreeSync monitor uh let's see how much the benq xl2740 is i bet it's fucking expensive because benq uh benq isn't that expensive though really? i mean this one this one is super expensive but <laughs> the first one that showed up for me was six hundred dollars. Yeah, this one, this one's uh six hundred dollars for me, and it's 1080p. Although it does have one millisecond response time. 
this one also yeah it's 240 hertz and it's esports ready because it has little black box things on the sides of it to keep i saw that screen looking i saw that let's see what the uh acer the first acer there oh that's 200 bucks 144 mil uh hertz refresh one millisecond response time 144 millisecond refresh (laughs) you know you know what i meant 144 hertz refresh rate and one millisecond refresh time there we go better what's the resolution on that 1080p that's, that's not, not bad, bad at all, honestly. Yeah, and yeah, the, the stand isn't half bad either. It lets you set it vertically. Yeah, and it's 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 only twenty four inch, which is I prefer twenty seven inches. Um, but I mean, for for two hundred bucks with the one millisecond refresh time, that's not bad. Yeah. Um. So, if you are in the if you are looking to buy a monitor to use for G Sync, but don't want to pay the G Sync tax, basically. Uh, choose one of these 12 monitors. As we showed, there's a difference in price. You go anywhere from 200 to $600 between the two monitors we looked at. So take a look and see if you can find those, uh, those monitors. Cause I would actually be interested in getting a, a free sync monitor. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. I'm not against it. We were just talking before the podcast about getting new monitors and shit. If you're going to get a new one, you might as well get the fancy one, right? All right. Yeah, I've you... got a it's really like not worth it to get one that doesn't have some kind of hardware vertical sync tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at one more. I I need to look at the one with the longest name, the AOC AGON AG two four one Q I bet the AOC one's cheapish. Uh, well, no. Really? I mean, it is for what you're getting. It's a uh, three hundred nine dollars. Three hundred ten dollars, but really, uh, yeah, that's not that bad. Uh, twenty twenty three point eight, so twenty four inch screen. Uh, but it is but 14, it's also fourteen forty. It's fourteen forty p with a one millisecond ref, uh, response time, and it's one hundred forty four hertz again. So I mean, that's that's not bad. One hundred sixty five hertz. It says one hundred forty four right here on the on, this... on the Amazon page. Two four one. Oh, this is the 241QG. Oh, I was looking so at the QX. Maybe the... Sorry. Oh. Wait, but it's the uh, QG4. I... God damn it, people. I know, right? So there's, there is also the AGON AG271QX 27-inch, which is $400. And that's getting into uh, the unreasonable territory for me. Yeah. I would yeah. not spend... I, I'd be... I'd be hard pressed to spend three hundred on a monitor. I think two hundred, two hundred's kind of my limit. You know, three hundred I can kind of understand for a fourteen forty p one, but the yeah. thing is, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Whenever the screen's that small, yeah, like it really doesn't matter. If I was going fourteen forty p, I would want an ultra wide. That's yeah. that's what I would get. Yeah. Because ultra wide, but at, at that point sweet. now you're now you're looking at spending like way more than your yeah. budget. Uh, let's. Well, I'm doing these a little bit out of order than what we have listed. I'm sorry, guys. It just makes more Power. sense to do it this way. Uh, Whatever. Intel had their keynote, and I did not watch pretty much any of this. <laughs> I haven't even read it. a thing about it because I don't give a shit. Uh, they announced Ice Lake notebooks, a uh, four core, eight thread on the ten nanometer. Um, Sunny Cove architecture. 
uh, TDP of 15 watts, which is pretty low, I imagine. Uh, yeah, there's not much. They they basically just talked about Ice Lake. They're going to have more battery life. Nothing really. They didn't really announce anything spectacular. Obviously, they didn't announce their uh, graphics cards that they're working on. <laughs> They Guys, did actually, we can we can make laptops with even longer battery life. I think they did mention that their their new um uh GPU, their iGPU that's built into their processors is going to be quite a bit better. So, well, aren't they licensing some tech from AMD for that? Uh, they did before for their 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 Nooks, like their gaming Nooks. They actually had an Intel processor with the APU of like Ryzen on there, which is just boggles my mind. They were using graphics from AMD with the Intel stuff on their Nooks. Yeah, because they can't figure out how to do graphics as well as AMD does. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I, I guess rumors are they're coming out with graphics cards at some point. Like they they've been hiring on a bunch of AMD guys, but that nothing really nothing really spectacular from Intel this year so I don't care do you guys care I don't I don't care no let's talk Not about the all they do is just keep pushing laptop hardware and I don't care who wants to yeah, talk that's... about the dumbest uh lawsuit I've heard of in a while well at least this year this year this is the dumbest lawsuit I've heard of see I don't know which one you're talking about because they're both technically about lawsuits uh, the first one uh, I'm going to talk about, it's a Tesla one. That's the dumbest okay. I hear about. So did you guys actually read through this story? The answer is no. 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 Okay. So there was a kid. Uh, I think he was 18 or something. And his parents are suing Tesla because they are saying that, according to this, uh, they are making unreasonably dangerous cars. So this kid was a passenger in a Tesla, his parents' Tesla. So he let his his friend drive his parents' Tesla. Well, this kid had gotten a ticket previously for going 112 miles per hour in the Tesla because Teslas have the ability to go really, 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 really fast, which is awesome. But, you know, he got a ticket, and... I don't know about you guys, but if you had kids and your kid got a ticket for going 114 miles per hour in your $100,000 car. I'd probably take their car away. I would take their life away, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably just kill them. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) So, uh, they apparently, they had a governor put on it, which Tesla can do through the operating system, is they can put a governor on it so it would only go 85 miles per hour. And that was the max speed, which still 85 is pretty freaking fast. Like, yeah, I would probably put a limit of like 65 on it because nowhere in Oregon can you drive more than 65 miles an hour. Uh, maybe 70 on the on like the I-5, but I would not I would not allow it to be even 85 because that's that's getting into dangerous territories. So. They took it into Tesla, and what they are claiming is that when they had repairs done, 
Tesla had removed the governor on it. And so now that's, that is possible. It is possible, but most likely what happened, and of course it's a speculation, is that the kid just went into the car and removed the governor. Like he he used whatever password. Or he, he asked the, the tech to do it. Yeah, something like like the the somehow it was removed, the governor was removed, and the kid let his friend drive the car and they crashed going 116 miles per hour and the kid died. Wow. You Shocking. die when you hit something at 116 miles per hour? I can't believe it. I guess the, the driver lived. <laughs> but the passenger died because they slid and the passenger side hit the hit a wall and then they went and hit a telephone pole. And of course that like all Tesla has to prove in court is which they can can. all they have to prove in court is to say that if they would have done the same thing, if they would have hit that wall at 85 miles per hour, that the kid still would have died. Because I don't think they even need to prove that. Probably not. I mean, because the, the kid, they, unless, they were unless there was some kind of like legal thing about that speed limiter, like unless, yeah. unless like they signed some kind of contract with Tesla that said we won't remove the speed limiter unless we get written permission from you or whatever, like unless they get something like that, then there's probably really nothing legally that has anything to do with Tesla. Now, what they do need to prove is that the kid didn't die as a result of the car erupting in flames after the crash. Well, and that's what they're trying to, that's what they're saying in this is that um, the battery erupted into flames. And that's why the kid died. Not because he smashed into a wall at 116 miles per hour. Which I mean, I'm sure that the battery catching on fire didn't help matters much. Probably not. But (laughs) like, yeah. And the other guy didn't die. Yeah, the other so. guy didn't die. So, well, as far as I know, I don't even think in the story they, they mention it. So I assume he lived because they didn't but, say both people died. So not to not to even try to side with these people, because I I don't think they should be suing Tesla over this. No, I, I will admit that uh, the Tesla's batteries have a reputation for being rather unstable and not properly protected, not properly cooled. Um, well, they're like, they, they have a tendency to explode. Yeah. Like they do <laughs> like even in normal use, like you could be driving down the road and the battery can just kind of blow up. No, that's not good. They, uh, Tesla actually has a higher failure rate per vehicle than any other car manufacturer uh in that any of the other like major car manufacturers like electric car you mean no i mean in general oh okay well i mean (laughs) again they are a new company new ish they are they are newer but that's still like because i want to say their failure rate is something like three or five percent yeah which is kind of fucking crazy are, Whenever right. you consider that someone like like Chevrolet or or whoever, like I I, th- I think the one that I that I read compared it to Chevrolet, and it was like one point two percent. I really would like an electric car, 
I'm of course I'm gonna wait for a long, long time. Probably ten years from now is when I'll get an electric car. But uh, I've wanted like I want the Leaf to be really good. <laughs> like the Leaf is uh, under thirty thousand dollars. The current Leaf isn't so bad. Yeah, it gets 150 miles on a charge, I think, which yeah. is pretty good. And you have like you have the 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 Chevy Volt, I think right. it is. Right. That one's not so bad. Is it the it's the Volt or the Bolt? Uh one of them is a is a hybrid and right. the other one is a full on electric and I can't remember which is which. Which yeah, I I think a Leaf is what I would go with. I after Just because it's Japanese. No, it's just because that's in my opinion, the second best electric car you can buy right now is because the... it's Japanese. No, it's because it's it's relatively inexpensive, and it's still a really good car. Um, the Bolt and the Volt and all those other electric cars are like fifty thousand dollars, while the Leaf you can get for like twenty five. And but it's it also still... has a much less forgiving range to it right right uh i think they're working on a long range one which can get like 200 miles on a charge that would Um, that would be enough for me that that would be just enough for me yeah like like, that's what i'm saying that would be the bare minimum mm -hmm. is if i could get 200 miles out of it right because then i could go up to portland and charge it up there overnight and then drive back down so i would I would prefer like a Tesla, which can get like 350 miles on a charge, but those are also a little expensive. And they might explode. And Connor doesn't know how to drive. So what? I don't know. I just like teasing you for not knowing how to drive, even though you know how to drive. It's weird, man. I know. Weird. Well, it's because you always take the train everywhere and, and you don't drive to work. Because that's what you do in the major metropolitan city. Yeah. Unless I'm you want to be six uh, hours late to work every day. Right. I've also been driving to work for the last three months, so I don't know what the hell you're you, talking about, man. Because you work a mile away from your work now. I don't know. a little over a mile, but yeah. I'd almost considered walking if it was only a mile. So I I live uh Although a quarter I guess it's of a mile. Cold, isn't it? Yeah. I live a quarter of a mile from my work, but I still have to drive to work. It's really upsetting, actually. Because I wanted to walk to work all the time, but they. You ever think about just doing it anyways? No, because uh, a lot of times I have to walk up to, or I have to drive up to the upper plant, and or rough mill, which are about a quarter of a mile away from the the lower plant. Which walking to my house and walking to work is fine, but when I'm kind of on a rush time limit i've got to drive up there because it the time to take that would take to walk up there would be longer than the people would be willing to wait you know how they don't have a shuttle no no they don't what we're trying to do is we're trying to get an it golf cart and then i wouldn't have to drive to work it would be in all seriousness that would be a pretty great idea i bet you can find a used one on like craigslist or something uh we're trying to get we're trying to get um our our boss to get one. I kind of want like a moped or something, or like a little scooter I could take to work. That'd be pretty sweet. Like a Segway. Yeah, uh, not a Segway, but like a little Vespa, something <laughs> like that. I'm I'm so weird. Let's move on to our last story of the day, 
And this is one that was it Connor or was it Aroa? It was Aroa. Aroa. Uh, Gearbox CEO Randy Pritch, uh, Pritchard. Pritchard. Pitchford. Pitchford. There's no R there. Oh, I didn't see his name there. I was just trying to remember it. <laughs> oh, okay. Pitch, likely Pitchford. story. Yeah, I was just trying to remember. I also, I'm sorry, I was distracted by the picture. That creepy, creepy picture there. So, <laughs> go on and, and tell us about this story, Aroa. Okay, so um, the whole story is kind of complicated, and it looks like it's been updated since I even shared it out. But um, basically, Randy Pitchford... Uh, the CEO of Gearbox and esteemed asshole, yeah, uh, has is in the middle of a big old lawsuit, and uh, and as part of this, it's been claimed that he left a USB stick of underage pornography at a restaurant. Oh, that's not good. And then he said. Yeah, I left a USB stick with some porn on it at the restaurant, but it's no big deal. She was legal, and I didn't even want it because it was porn. It was because I was interested in the magic trick. Because wait, wait, come wait, to wait, find wait, out, wait, 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 wait. But magic trick? Yeah, the yes. story gets pretty exciting. Okay, <laughs> so so come <laughs> to find out, I didn't know this. Maybe one of you knew this, but did you know that Randy Pitchford is like really, really fucking big into magic? Not like fake magic, like like not occultism, but like illusionism. Well, yeah, yeah, like 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 David. He owns. Yeah. He he runs a magazine. Does he? About magic. Okay, go on. Yeah. Um. So what was so, the magic trick? So he was watching a cam girl. Uh-huh. Uh And she faked female ejaculation. Oh. And that was the uh, trick. It was he. He said that uh, the way that she did it, he couldn't figure out how she did it. And he he's quoted as saying that he he copied the video to the memory stick to work out the method of how the cam girl faked it. He said, "I realize this is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician." A uh, a fucking magician, if you will. <laughs> So, um, so this USB stick ends up back at Gearbox, where pretty much everybody in the fucking company sees it at some point or another and knows that it's Randy's. Yeah, um, yeah. And so he he's like, no, the girl's handle was only eighteen. It was legal. That was fine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay, I, so so. If if it is a cam girl on a website like that, we can assume that they're eighteen. Most of so, the time, um, yeah. at least if it's on a reputable site like Chatterbait or My Free Cams or something like that, yeah. which I know My Free Cams doesn't sound like a reputable site, but really they are. Um, most of the time, they do age verification for their uh, for their performers. We, so, we I mean, I we have a friend that uh, that's on Chatterbait. I have a couple of friends, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't think one of them does it anymore because she's like getting married soon and stuff. But oh, yeah, she was well, on my about, free cam. What about the other person that we know that? Oh, he still does it. Oh, okay, good, good, good for him. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. proud of him. <laughs> I've yet to uh, run across works, him. Man. Yeah. But yeah, in the in the meantime, 
uh, Randy Pitchford's like getting sued by somebody who used to work at Gearbox and who was basically calling out Randy for using his money to uh I can't find it in this article but I know that it's brought up at some point uh he alleges that Randy Pitchford hosted underage parties where he would have older men expose themselves to underage women and Randy would just kind of watch that and and laugh and stuff like he was some kind of like weird perverted king figure looking and then at right and then right behind him Louis CK was masturbating yes <laughs> that's in the article actually uh no it's really not and it's not it's these, not these are these are real like legal things so i don't yeah. want to even joke about it uh like yeah um there's a lot of really weird shit going on with Randy Pitchford right now and so to I, be I, honest I'm happy about it because he's a goddamn asshole. And um, I, I told you about Gearbox really sucking, right? Like, what, they, what do you mean? So one of my old coworkers worked at Gearbox when they were making Borderlands. Yeah. And when Obama was president, they created some some work rules that companies had to abide by. So basically, if you if you have somebody working as a contractor for two years, you have oh, to yeah. hire them on. Yeah. And so what Gearbox did was they created a second company that only the QA guys were a part of. So they had like shittier healthcare plans than everyone else that worked at Gearbox. And they would also have like Christmas parties, but the QA guys would have their own Christmas party and they weren't invited to the Gearbox Christmas party. But they had to set up for the Gearbox Christmas party. So, uh, yeah, uh, Gearbox is kind of oh, okay. shitty to work for. So the updated portion of this article okay. was related to um, was related to a former Gearbox vice president who also was the voice of Claptrap which I didn't realize that was the case. Um, oh, okay. He, he vaguely posted a uh, a Twitter uh, post after all this happened that just said, it's true. Okay. And then later added another thing on his Twitter uh, that uses green checkmark emoji to clarify his stance on the lawsuit filed against Pitchford. Which reads liar, green check mark, con man, green check mark, perv, no idea. Okay. So things are things are coming down on Randy. Yeah. Oh Randy, which yeah, I I believe in the stuff I was reading, not on Ars Technica. Uh maybe I don't remember where it came from, but it was that basically he used uh the money from the budget for uh, things like um, Colonial Marines for some of his own shit, like in like his weird sex shit, and that's part of why that game came out so badly. What? Oh, part Alien of. Colonial Marines. Also, another yeah. reason that I was told um, was that they were. It, it was kind of rushed. It was just a. It was well. It it was passed between multiple developers and whatnot during its. Yeah. During 
yeah, so like, I, just, there, I just heard that a, it was there's rushed, an entire so. story involved in that in and yeah. of itself but just just putting it out there that like this has been rather far-reaching randy's strange debauchery alleged i want to see this magic trick trick actually <laughs> i'm wanna... assuming it's just like a water sports thing where she like peed or something no maybe maybe not maybe it was more like she she like took water and maybe like she had a dildo that was secretly like full of water and she squeezed it into her vagina and then it like then she like flexed and it spooched out everywhere yeah so i have to know so i'm gonna tell you guys a a a story and then we're gonna end this it's just that that's gonna be the end a few years ago my sister texts me and she's like how do i turn off internet on your nephew's phone and my mind went to well i know what he was doing um and I was like, so he was watching porn, eh? And she's like, how do I turn off the internet? And so I told I showed, told her how to turn off the internet on the phone, and that was that. And my sister talking to me later, and she's like, yeah, he was downloading videos and putting them in his gallery. And I was just like, dumbass needs to just stream it like everyone else. Um, And then she was saying that there was one video where a girl was putting ping pong balls in her vagina and <laughs> pooping them out. Like shooting them out. Uh so that that just that reminded me of that. Anyway. Sweet family memories. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I haven't made fun of him enough for that, honestly. So I, I know you I know you wanted to end it on that, but yeah. you don't even want to bring up that Bungie left Activision? Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Bungie left. At, well, they were in a contract, like a ten-year contract, weren't they? Um, that was the the idea was supposed to be that uh, it was supposed to be uh, four games over ten years, and they had this big plan and all these grandiose ideas. And yeah, um, a few Apparently. days ago, Bungie was like, "Nope, nope, it's over. We're getting yeah. out. We're we're taking Destiny with us." So. At least I'm they got the game this that. time. Yeah, they they got to keep the game rights, which I think was like super important considering how much time and money they put in and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, they're going to be yeah. self publishing all future Destiny content, and I hope that that's for the best. I I, I do really too. do think that uh, that good things can come from that franchise without Activision. Like I saying, think that... put microtransactions in. <laughs> I think that Microsoft. When Bungie was with Microsoft, obviously, that's kind of what their heyday was when with Halo 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And th- they made ODST, right? They made that as well? Yeah. So, I don't think so. Uh, and I think Microsoft allowed them because they were pretty much a brand new in the gaming industry for at least consoles back then. So I think Microsoft let them have quite a bit of freedom to do well, what they and also wanted. nobody knew how to do what they were doing at the time either like that yeah. was pretty early days for the first person shooter genre uh well pretty early days for the first person shooter genre on consoles because I mean, yeah. obviously you had quake and half-life and stuff yeah you had stuff on pc but like there really wasn't anything quite like halo especially on consoles back then yeah and then when they left and joined with activision uh, Destiny wasn't as good as Halo, not even a little bit. 
And I think a lot of that had to do with Activision kind of jumping in and, and doing as, as you were saying, you know, microtransactions and, uh, they, I, I know there are rumors that they had content that Bungie wanted to put in that Activision, it's yeah. Activision was like, no, you can't put that in right now. We need to save that for an expansion. And so there was just a lot of missing content from Destiny. I don't know about Destiny 2, but at least Destiny 1. So Destiny 2 was a mess from the get-go. It it was. So I I'm happy about this. Hopefully they'll get you know, hopefully Destiny will get better. Uh I mean Destiny 2, obviously Destiny's kind of dead right now. Mm-hmm. And uh I hope that everything goes a-okay. So I'm not even going to put that as a story on this in, this week on the little thing below. Yeah, but you can there, find there's all not the a whole lot of, like to comment on. It's just no. you know something that happened. And I'm looking forward to the next marathon time. game. That's that would fun. be badass. Marathon. I've never played yeah, marathon. If they like rebooted marathon, <laughs> they need to make a like, Ola the game or Halo. And then have it compete with oh, Halo. Be like, uh, be like the the rare devs. It would be awesome if if Bungie did go back to making Halo games, but that's never going to happen because three four three is doing a great job. It, it, who knows? Halo Infinite might be great. Hopefully, it might Halo be. Infinite to be good. I'm still waiting for a Master Chief collection on PC personally. Oh, that'd be so good. That would be awesome with that. I would, I, really I would, want it. I would buy, I would do the Xbox Game Pass or the whatever Microsoft Game Pass if, if they did that. I'd buy that shit full price. I did, uh, but I did it when it first came out. I and did too. It was, and I regretted the fuck. I, 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 that's one of the few games I actually got rid of because it was so bad. The online, the multiplayer just did not work. So well, yeah, they would and, need to have like, I was, multiplayer. I was still like streaming on a regular basis back then, and I tried streaming it, and the Xbox's built-in streaming functionality was so bad. Now it's good. The game, now it's good. I game, have to say, the game ran at like twenty FPS while while that was going. Hey, like, it remember was awful. Remember what they said at, uh, about Quake back in the day is that in order to get a smooth experience, you need a, a very smooth twelve FPS. Is that really a thing they said? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we're going to end it there. Of course, follow us everywhere. Um, follow us on our Twitters and stuff, and you'll see when, when e- any of us go live on any streaming platform. Right or wrong. Follow me on Twitter so that Keymailer thinks I'm legit and they'll give me free games. Yeah, I've only got like two or three free games, and the only one that mattered was Atlas. I'm surprised that they gave that to me. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.